Welcome back to the watch list, everybody. We're watching airlines. We've already gotten some news from American Airlines, and tomorrow, Delta Airlines will report its quarterly earnings. For a preview, let's welcome in our panel David Nelson, Chief Strategist at Bellpoint Asset Management, and Colin Scarola, Vice President Equity Analyst at CFRA Research. Colin, I'll start with you. We heard from American, they raised their outlook. Revenue per available seat was looking good, and United actually posted a profit in July for the first time since the pandemic began. So maybe some things are going right for the airlines. What about Delta, Colin? Hi, Nicole. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I expect Delta to follow suit with American and United and report uh, better, better than expected results for Q3. I think the key things will probably see that outperformed uh, that didn't actually happen at American is capacity. So Delta's been extremely cautious on bringing capacity back relative to the pace that uh, companies like American and United are doing. So while American's capacity came in towards uh, or the low end of their guidance, I think because Delta was targeting almost like 6% less capacity than American, they'll probably have an easier time hitting their target. Um, you add to that that, like you said, pricing appears to be holding up much stronger than even an optimist like me expected. And then fuel prices throughout Q3 were generally below the, the range that, the low end of the range that Delta was targeting. So I think you're gonna have good capacity results, stronger than expected pricing, and they're gonna have more fuel savings than they thought they would. So you add that up and I think it's a pretty nice uh, top line and EPS beat tomorrow. That's my, my call. Yeah. Yeah, and I know they've taken on a lot of debt, but at the same time, these seem like some good metrics. What are you thinking here, David? You know, uh, uh, it's obvious the industry is coming back. We all want to go somewhere. Air travel is the preferred choice. But, Nicole, every time I start to look at an airline stock, I get deja vu all over again and I get airsick. And that's hard for me to do because I'm a commercial pilot and I love airplanes. But every so often we bail these companies out in part because of the deep cyclicality of the business, but also because a lot of these CEOs make bad decisions over the long run. Every time they start to earn money, they're going to go back and start buying back stock. And for a company like this, if they start to do that, they got a debt load that's you know almost two times their market cap. But I'm cert pretty certain that's what they're going to start to do next year. Uh, you know, if I was the CEO of an airline, I'd want to put some money away for a rainy day because it's sure going to come. Let me ask you this, David, and I like your perspective. I mean, I started off with some of the debt. You had it in your notes that it's two times the market cap. Would you ever like an airline? I mean, if I go all the way back and you think of Pan Am or Trump Airlines or the mergers or the great, uh, you know, the, the great recession or financial crisis, it was just the airlines never quite really were very lucrative in the first place. Um, is there a time, David, that you would say I would be a buyer of airline stocks? Yeah, probably for, for a trade. And, and right now, I think Colin's right. This is a dirt cheap stock on next year's earnings. And uh, he's got a better call on whether or not they're going to beat the number. I'm not an industry analyst in this sense. But for a long-term investor, I don't know if this is a place I really want to want to live with my investments in, in the long term. I'm not sure we're going to ever repeat those kind of performances in the past. And we haven't even really talked about energy prices because they're not, not necessarily going to stay where they are right now. 
Yeah, and the, we have the jo the Joby Aviation story, right? Those were on the rise after the partnership that they saw with Delta. Delta has a partnership with Starbucks. I mean, there's been a lot going on. They're not one of the same, very different, Colin. But Delta certainly getting its name in the news with making some moves and positioning. Your thoughts? Yeah, I think that that stuff on like the electric uh, vertical takeoff and landing uh, aircraft. That stuff is, it sounds great and it would be, you know, just kind of gravy on the cake for Delta, but it's so far out, uh, it's really not material to the stock right now. And they just need to focus on the basics, you know, get enough pilots to meet demand and fly their, fly their airplanes without a lot of hiccups and they'll be, they'll be fine, I think. My, my view is just, strong buy, I don't like, right? I don't like what David buy. said, the stock's just too cheap. Right. So right now, I think it's trading at about five times uh, what its current power is. And historically, it's around eight times. So it's not like we're saying uh, airline stocks are on some, you know, great long term growth trajectory and that these are, you know, very strong businesses. I actually think that airlines, it's a really tough business and it's uh, it's hard to grow an airline because pricing tends to go down over time. But you can you can find a valuation that makes sense even for a tough business like airlines and we think uh, where they are now is just far too beaten down relative yeah, to the earnings yeah. power that they still have all right and david quick final thought i mean we saw some positive comments in some of the cruise lines today as they're starting to see the bookings again um any big picture thoughts here david because travel spend still happening and even though it's very expensive yeah, travel is, and I, think, I would agree with Colin, this is a dirt cheap stock, and, and a lot of these travel stocks are, are, are very attractive on that basis. And there's probably a pop, you know, on any kind of earnings beat. I would also agree with Colin that I don't think the electric vertical takeoff and landing uh, vehicle, that's a game changer. Right, right. We've had uh, VTOL, you know, units, we've had helicopters for more than a half century. I don't think it's yeah. going to re really yeah, change the quickly. picture that much. Yeah. It's great to see you both. David Nelson of Bellpoint Asset Management and Colin Scarola of CFRA. Thank you.